Our lead story today is something we reported on uh, yesterday, but this thing is just getting worse and worse and worse, and that is the purge in America. If you do not agree or speak out against the far left. So we told you yesterday from 1936 to 1938 in the Soviet Union, the dictator Joseph Stalin developed a strategy called enemy of the people. And if you were put into that category, enemy of the people, Stalin could have you murdered or could put you in a gulag, could do whatever he wanted. Three million people got designated as enemies. Three million people either disappeared or were killed. Now, we're not going to kill anybody in America as far as purges are concerned, but certainly this is happening in a very troubling way. And I'm going to run down six examples that just happened in the past 24 hours. And this is part of the purge that the far left now sees it has media approval. And here we go. HBO pulls Gone with the Wind. The movie Gone with the Wind, winner of eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture, done on HBO. Quote, Gone with the Wind is a product of its time and depicts some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that have unfortunately been commonplace in American society. These racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. And we felt that to keep this title up without an explanation and a denouncement of those depictions would be irresponsible, unquote. So this, of course, is virtue signaling by HBO. So we can take now anything in our culture, movies, books, and burn them if they don't conform to today's sensibilities. So who did that? Well, I think the Nazis did that. All right. Burn the books, crystal knock, all of that. Stalin did it, too. Okay, so gone with the wind. You're gone. See you. Thanks, HBO. Cops. Paramount has canceled the series, not for bad ratings, but because it's about cops. Gone. All right. University of Chicago. Here is a uh, economics professor. Harold Ulich, German guy, been there for a long time, okay? I guess he is tenure. He's been at the University of Chicago since 2007. Everybody says he's a brilliant guy. I don't know him. Anyway, he, uh, he had the temerity to say, quote, too bad, but Black Lives Matter, per its core organization, just torpedoed itself with its full-fledged support of defund the police. That's it. That's all he said, this professor. That, and it's absolutely true. The backlash uh, against the hate police movement led by the organization Black Lives Matter is going to be ferocious. We haven't seen it yet. It's coming. So the professor was correct. So a bunch of other professors led by a despicable guy out of the University of Michigan, named Justin Walfers, and backed up by Paul Krugman, there's Walters, and backed up by Paul Krugman of the New York Times, who is one of the worst human beings I have ever met. I destroyed him on CNBC. God, it had to be in the early uh, part of the century, but I, what a awful. So anyway, they want to hang this professor and he, the professor apologized, trying to save his job. Just like Brad, 
Drew Brees. I feel bad for both him and Mr. Brees. Christopher Columbus statues, one in Richmond, Virginia, hauled down, the other in Boston, beheaded. All right. So we'll burn the books. We'll get the movies out of there. Now we'll get the statues down. Okay. Now, a little bit about Christopher Columbus. I don't know much about the man because nobody does. There were no reporters on the voyages. There was no basic primary source material. A far-left zealot named Howard Zinn ascribed all kinds of atrocities to Christopher Columbus. But there's no backup for it. Maybe it happened. I don't know. The only primary source material is in a Vatican Museum, a letter from Christopher Columbus about his voyages to the New World. I read it. It's benign. It's even complimentary to the natives that he encountered. Now, subsequently, the native tribes in the Caribbean got brutalized by the Spanish explorers. There's no doubt about that. But Chris himself, I don't know what he did because nobody does. Anyway, his statue's been beheaded in Boston and torn down in Virginia. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at Qualcomm.com slash InventionAge. All right. So everybody asks, what did Joe Biden and Barack Obama do in their eight years to improve the situation of African-Americans? Legitimate question, wouldn't you say? Now, I followed that administration as closely as anybody. And I interviewed um, President Obama three times. And I hope you Google those interviews. They were the toughest interviews he's ever done. Joe Biden was afraid to sit with me. He admitted it to me. He, he just wasn't going to do it. Um, but I know what the Obama-Biden administration did. And they tried to improve the situations of blacks. They did. They tried. And they failed. The reason they failed was it was all about money, not about discipline and fairness. That's what it has to be about. So go back uh, from last week's column about education. That's the only way that income inequality will be solved. Not by giving people stuff. But Barack Obama and Joe Biden, they, they wanted to give people stuff in the hopes they would be elevated, and it did not work. In fact, it hurt many Americans. So in the eight years, the two were in office, means-tested entitlements, that's food stamps and housing and Medicaid, everything to personally improve your fortunes, rose 60%, up to $710 billion a year. 60% rise in eight years on means-titled, um, means-entitlement, okay? Food stamp. When Barack Obama took office, 13 million homes were receiving food stamps. When he left, 40 million. Because he made it easier 
for Americans to get food stamps. Okay? Federal anti-poverty spending, all right? That is everything. Up 56%. You tie that into the 60. It's the same thing, but there are a few subtle differences. In addition to the massive amount of tax money that flowed into the African-American precincts, primarily uh, Hispanics, poor whites, they did food stamps too, but it was primarily African-Americans benefiting. So 20 million under Obamacare got free health care. Most of those are black. So you can see this is what the Obama administration, that was their strategy. Now, one other thing, my brother's keeper, and this was the biggest tragedy of all. That is a mentoring program where you take very successful people and you match them with younger teenagers and they mentor them all the way on through. My brother's keeper. Fantastic program. If we could get that up on a national level, and I tried, I'll tell you about it someday, but I, don't, I want to be careful about what I do here when I tell you about it. So I'm still thinking about it. But I tried to get this into the forefront of every American home. My Brother's Keeper program is a key. If you can get all the successful people and mentor them up with kids, you can really make a difference. I have a final thought on fathers in a moment. All right, here's the final thought of the day. You are seeing um, a tension between the black community, as they call it, and whites. Some of that tension is because of the lack of fathers in homes. I'm not going to get into the sociological aspect. Earlier, I made some comments on it. 75% black babies out of woodlock. Not good. You need a dad. June 21st is Father's Day. Provide dad with a gift he will always remember. Lifetime membership to BillOReilly.com. You get every single Killing book. All eight and Killing Crazy Horse out September 8th. Best gift ever. Dad, granddad. If you want to be a premium member, you get one free book. That's a good deal as well. Dad needs to be rewarded on Sunday the 21st because he's important. Even if dad is flawed, he's important. See you tomorrow.